We have about 10 minutes for questions, ladies and gentlemen. I would just like to make one comment that uh, I think the business case was made very clearly that uh, if 80% of those using EBVM uh, got job satisfaction and felt they were giving the best clinical care, that must be a very good business case because it helps to retain staff. Uh, questions? Bradley. Well, just a comment, really, that, that when I looked at this locally in my own practice, it, it was actually quite simple to demonstrate a cost-benefit in terms of embedding EBVM and using clinical audit to, to, to embed it within the practice. So to take a simple example, when we looked at the evidence base for monitoring um, uh, blood pressure in certain groups of feline patients and then applied that, we could actually quantify the extra income that we gain by doing more blood pressure measurements but we also were confident that we were providing better care for our patients. What was hard was actually quantifying what the true costs were in, mm -hmm. in, in embedding that process. So, but, but maybe people don't realise that the cost benefits that they can get by practising, by applying good or best practice to their work. But the thing that we found that was the biggest benefit um, was actually team working. That, that, you know, if you want to embed EBVM and, and best practice into the work you do, you've got to do it as a team. Uh, not just all the vets, but the veterinary nurses, and not just the veterinary nurses, it's got to be reinforced by the front desk staff as well. And that by building a, that sort of teamwork and what follows on from that is a no-blame culture, we're all working to actually improve, continue to improve what you do. Uh, that, to me, was the biggest benefit from, from a actually embedding uh, EBVM and best practice into, into our work. Fabulous. Thank you so much. That's so we can call on you for a case study. Fantastic. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, yeah I, was a bit, I was a bit surprised you didn't find more literature, actually. I wondered if you included the word performance in the keyword search, because there's there is quite a lot of stuff, certainly at North American Vet Conference, for instance, about that. And the second thing is, um, uh, I've found that, I noted your point about the reluctance of vets to take on business, you see. Because if they think they're going to make more money, this is bad news for vet, you know. They don't want to do that, do they? But if, but if you say it's about well-being of the animal, well-being of the client, well-being of the practice, and well-being of me, you know, the vet. They seem to buy that, and that works. <laughs> That's what I've found, anyway. Because I've got graphs on things that they love, and they, it shows their own well-being alongside the practice of evidence-based medicine, which shows an improvement in care, you see. Mm -hmm. So it all works together. Um, yeah, there was another point, but I've forgotten. <laughs> That's all right. So I think um, I think there are two questions there. The number one about performance and the, the and that term included in the the word search, the, yeah. the, the word search, and the and the other question about value and, and, and business and well-being and and care and that sort of thing. So the the first question, um, performance. Um, the short answer is no. The and the longer answer um, could. Is, is really around the idea of creating. Um, one, of the, one of the things I find whenever I do any sort of searching, um, search terms, is 
particularly when there is an uh, there is an, any sort of overlap with with science. So um, the term performance, what it could, could create, it creates an enormous amount of noise um, within literature search. So what you know, what is performance? A per, performance of a racehorse, a performance of a dairy cow, performance um, of a, um, a a particular system. So. Um, Possibly we could have in included business and performance, practice and performance, mm. but I think with just a single word performance, it just mm. it, it makes everything unmanageable. Yeah, okay, so, so actually my doctorate was entitled Communi Consultation Skills in Veterinary Practice, yep. Exploring Links Between Consultation Skills and Key Performance Indicators. Mm -hmm. right. So they're financial and clinical, mm -hmm. and there are links, you see. Yes. Very, very strong. Very strong links, yes. Links, uh, as Brian knows very well. <laughs> actually, the, the other point, actually, was that um, the clients love EBVM. They absolutely love it. Uh, I, I, uh, I put it on my website, some stuff from my surgery, and uh, the clients tell me they've read every word of the 20 pages on it. You know. uh, uh, so so um, I, I, I would encourage everybody to... Put stuff on your websites. Yeah. And, I have um, to say, um, I'll yeah. just very, very quickly share um, an experience I had with. Um, with it. I, I went to the dentist, and he started. I, I, I was grizzling because I thought he gave me a bad filling, um, but it turned out he was right and I was wrong. And he started telling me of, of the evidence base of flossing. And I went from thinking you're an idiot to oops, you actually know loads and loads and loads. Um, because he was able to, to cite literature. Now, I'm in the privileged position of knowing what I was hearing and seeing. Um, I don't know if, any, if, if anybody else who didn't know about evidence-based veterinary medicine, dentary medicine, anything, um, would have taken that bait. But it made him look really smart in my eyes. And don't forget, I'm, I'm not a vet. I'm, just, I'm, I'm the token consumer in this room. Um, it, I am all up for for vets and and and, and doctors and dentists um, providing me with a service because I'm there. I'm there and I need it from them. Um, <clears throat> the the question about value, I was really interested in, your, in the point you made in the last present. Was it the last presentation or earlier on? Sorry. Um, what I find really interesting is the idea of. Where, why, why do why do people perceive that value is expensive, and that and and the idea that 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 it's a sin to care, and if you care, you have to that that's that's all automatically going to be expensive. So. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Sorry. There, there's a whole uh, massive question about what values are, mm. really. Uh, it's like unpacking what is business, unpacking what is well-being. And, and they're, they're, they're huge words. Mm. You know, they, they can carry a whole lot of weight and big things in them, which you can unpack and un analyse. But when, people, when clients talk about value, they're not talking necessarily about money. Talk, in fact, I often tell my vets that if they ask you the cost, they're asking about the value. 
They're asking you, what, why do you want to do that? What's in it for me? What's in it for my animal well, cost that is, I care yeah, about? Cost, <laughs> yeah. cost is different than price, which is different than value. There's, there's a whole lot of really good stuff in there. Mm -hmm. But I, I, was really, I was really interested to hear what you had to say earlier um, about, about value. So anyway, I, I think we need to have another question. I've, we do. We have another question here, Jackie. Um, you said in your presentation that clients don't care about EBVM. Or the vets said clients don't care about I EBVM. I think unaware. I think unaware was the the term. Yes, unaware. Okay, unaware. Okay, so I think that's true. But what I think clients do want is they want to know their vets are practicing up-to-date veterinary medicine. Now, they might not interpret that as practicing EBVM, and that's up to us to get that across. Um, but... I don't think there's any doubt that the clients expect their vets to be keeping up to date. Thank you. Yes, just um, a further comment on that point. Um, I, I, I think, like with you and your dentist, you didn't know that your dentist practiced evidence-based dentistry, but it was about communication and rationalising um, um, his decision or your, his advice to you. Mm. It's about communication. Absolutely, and I think this is the this is the point that you are making. Um, the 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 skill of communicating um, something very complex to a lay person, but not undersimplifying it, but not oversimplifying it as well. Um, that I, and I think that is a real, real, real skill. Um, and and the other thing is what I. I've led, been led to believe from where I work that our clinicians, for example, at the Royal Veterinary College can do all this. I've been a little voluntary rotation student myself and I've seen all this great stuff in action. But I believe that the students, when they come to learn about how to practice veterinary medicine and how to communicate, they learn it from you guys. They don't learn it from us. They see it from us, but they actually suck it up and they learn it from you when they come and they spend time with you. So I, if you want to do a little tiny part, when you have EMS students come to your practice, please don't only talk about the, 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 the veterinary medicine that's being practised. That is so, so, so important. But also highlight the way you're communicating, how communications could have gone better. You know, do, you want, do they understand the cost structures, not price? The cost structures of what they're doing and what is, is happening, if you're confident enough, that is. So, yeah, communication without, without, without question.